0: This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. Something is creeping up on us in just a few days and it's, I find that it's one of those days that you either love love, keyword, or you absolutely hate and you're like, "Eh, it's a Hallmark holiday. And of course I'm talking about Valentine's Day. And um, I don't know, I don't, over the years, I I think my feelings for Valentine's Day have changed depending on the scenario and situation that I'm in. Um, I love to do things with the kids and we spend a lot of time in the kitchen cooking. That's our thing. Um, But then you've got like the relationship side, For those of us parents who are married, for those of us parents who are single, it hits us all. And so I thought, you know what? We're going to have a Valentine's episode with an amazing guy. And you've probably seen and heard him on TikTok and Instagram and all over social. And of course, I'm talking about Jacob Lucas, dating and relationship expert, aka, I'm giving you a new title, Jacob, Cupid. (laughs) Cupid. How do you like that?
1: I like that yeah I'll, I'll take you for all day long well thank you so much for having me on the show i'm really excited to uh, to be here and chat about valentine's day it's exciting
0: it is and i'm so happy that you're here joining me because i think that a lot of people can benefit from what you have to say because you give so much amazing advice like i remember coming across you on TikTok. that was the platform and i was like who is this guy Follow, and I need to hear everything he ha- he says, and um I can't miss any of it. And that's what like got me like turned on to you. And I'm like, okay, no, he knows what he's saying, and I'm taking his advice. And I was like, we need to bring him on the parenting show. We need to bring him on the parenting show because I feel like a lot of us can use that advice. So I don't even know where to start. It's Valentine's well, that- Day. How do you feel about Valentine's?
1: I love Valentine's Day. I absolutely love it. So I-, I think it's like really important to have like at least one day of the year, apart from birthdays and you know, stuff like that, that is dedicated to people just, you know, celebrating their love effectively. It's what you should be doing. I think like Valentine's Day is a really good reminder for people to go on the because A lot of people get consumed their work life, their, you know, it could be parenting, for example, and they forget to go on dates. But I think Valentine's Day is one of those things that is just remember to celebrate each other's love, make each other feel special, go on amazing dates. I think it's just like i think it's really good to have that i really do if if it's down to me i'm a bit biased i'm a dating coach but it should be like a few times throughout a year it should be really nice because a lot of people like um with valentine's day they think oh it's just a holiday it's just a holiday but let's say yourself for example if you get taken on a romantic valentine's day it's not just a holiday it makes you feel special doesn't it
0: it does It does. And I do feel that it falls to the wayside. So often those dates, you know, when we get caught up, especially us parents, when you've got like, one, two, in my case, three little ones. And it's just like, you're exhausted, you're tired. And it's so easy just to be like, okay, well, let's just spend a night in, you know, instead of going out. Mm. And there's huge difference there, isn't there?
1: Yeah, massively. Like, I just feel like if, if, a lot of couples, I think one of the main things for couples is whether you've got kids or not, is complacency in a relationship. A lot of people think, oh, it's easy just to sit in and not do anything and watch a movie, which sometimes it can be. And I understand people got really busy work lives. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be on your deathbed remembering sitting at home, chilling out, watching Netflix, right? Yeah. no matter how good the TV shows are you think oh can you remember that amazing restaurant we went to we had like candlelit dinner um all this sort of thing so me and my girlfriend actually we go on a few dates throughout the week so it could be a little coffee date one day like in between when we're working um let's say for example like i'm working the whole day and she's working the whole day and we've got the evening free we go for a little coffee somewhere you know um we always have one day date so like we go out on it could be a sunday and go for a big hike or whatever we love hiking so we go hiking some food and then one day we just we just you know go out for a meal we, we always are doing something with our time off because i think again like it sounds a bit morbid but you don't know how long you got left on this earth you don't want to waste your time you want to ex- you know have a fun time with the person you love but a lot of people get complacent they think are oh, tired from work can't be bothered um but on tv and it, it just doesn't benefit the relationship very well so it, that's why valentine's day really pushes people to do it i, I, I like it personally
0: You know what? I'm glad you're saying that, and I'm glad you brought up the point where you're like peanut. It sounds a little morbid, but I'm totally with you on that. Mm -hmm. I am big and a firm believer on the fact that life is short, and we don't know how much time we have left in our hourglass, right? And the past is in the past. The future is yet to come, and not promised. And we don't know how much of the future we have. We all we have is right now and the present moment. And it's so difficult to live in the present moment, guys. I suck at it, you know, but it's something I'm constantly working (laughs) on, but it's so true. We have to make the most of these moments. And, and you're right. Like, you know, do you ever look back and say, sometimes you may look back and say, you know, we had that fun night that we had in that date night at home. It was, was, it was nice, but you know, it's, it's making that effort because I feel that especially as parents, we can get so caught up in just being like, okay, well, let's just stay in, let's just stay in, let's just stay in. And you're not making an effort. And I feel well, that that can drive a wedge into things.
1: Absolutely. I think like the parenting thing is a really interesting, is really interesting topic because I think, let's say for example, um, let's say there's a single mom out there with two kids, right? And she stays at home all the time and she's a fantastic mom, amazing mom, but she's not... Fulfilling her own date in life, if that makes sense. A couple of factors: for one, she won't be as happy, which is just true, isn't it? Just you know, there'd yeah. be a part. They feel like a part of them's not getting fulfilled. Secondly, you want to see you. You want your kids to see you happy in a blossoming relationship. And they want to see, oh, mum's been taken out on a nice date with a really nice guy. That's how it should be. And mum's, you know, maybe doing something at home for her boyfriend, and they got a nice relationship and. It gives them a real nice staple for the future. They're like, that's what it should be like. So I think for parents and stuff like that, it's really, and you're a parent yourself, I'm sure you agree, it's really nice for your Mm -hmm. kids to have a really, really nice idea of how it should be and how mum and dad should be treated, you know. Would you agree?
0: Absolutely. Like for me, it's like I always think about that. I've got two Mm. girls, Samantha's 12, Liliana is 10, and then I've got my son, Marcus, who is eight. And yeah. I always think about that. I'm like, I want to set an example. I want my girls to see what a healthy relationship looks like. You know, the dynamics between the female, the male, or whatever, you know what I mean, the relationship may look like for you. Yeah. Um, you know, in my case, that's what it is. And and to know what that looks like, to know what a healthy relationship is. And then I also want my son to grow up seeing how to treat, like in my case, how to treat a woman. Right. So I think it's really, really important that, that we show them this um, and, and lead by example. And I always talk about this on the show, no matter what it may be, but happiness is a huge part because, you know, someone once said this to me, Jacob, and I don't know how you feel about it. And we can talk about this uh, like after the break, because we do have a break coming, but think about this. I'll leave you with this. And that is, that we have our kids, we have our kids now, you know, and they're with us our whole life, but eventually, they move on, they, you know, get into relationships, and then they may want to start a family of their own. And then we're kind of on our own, you know, so we have to remember to be happy. And as much as we love our kids, and yes, our lives revolve around our kids, we have to understand that there is a life outside of that and we can't neglect it and we do need to take care of ourselves and be happy
1: i think that's a fantastic point a lot of people don't think of it like if you just you know don't date and focus on yourself and you know focus on the kids being an amazing parent when they're gone and they go to university or work or whatever when they're older you're gonna be so rusty in the game if you will that you'd be like what do i do and right? Then you're stuck a little bit, and then you just don't feel fulfilled. Like in the, the day, you got to look after yourself before you can look after anyone else as well. So, right. And it's
0: not. Yeah. Is it a selfish thing? Isn't it a selfish thing? He, hold that thought. You know, I want to get into that a little bit more. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back. This is the Parenting Show, and it's our special Valentine's Day edition with Jacob Lucas, dating and relationship expert, aka our cupid, right here on six forty Toronto. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. Love is in the air. We are a few days away from Valentine's Day, and that's what we're talking about on the show tonight with Jacob Lucas, our dating and relationship expert, our Cupid tonight on the show. Jacob, right before the break, We were talking about, you know, parents putting themselves first. And yes, we are parents and yes, we have our kids. And that is definitely part of our life. But we can't forget who we are as individuals. And that means, you know, uh, spending time with our significant other and making dating a priority, whether we're married or we're single, a single parent and dating or whatever the situation may be. Do you feel that that's selfish? It's not selfish. Like, well, where do you stand on that? I don't think
1: it is selfish. Because I know a lot of parents
0: struggle. A lot of parents struggle with that selfish and guilt. A lot lot
1: of parents feel guilt. I I come across a lot of my clients, they feel guilty um, when they're dating and they have children, right? I think as long as you're being the best parent you can be, you know, kids are are happy, they're healthy and, and they're safe. Fantastic. You know what I mean? Once that was all done, then you can prioritize yourself and be selfish in your love life again. Because if you're not happy in your love life, it's going to trickle over into your into your day to day life, and your kids are going to see that you're not happy, and it's not, and it's going to make an environment for them that's um, not going to be as as happy as it could be. You know. But I always think, um, in terms of selfishness in love, I'm I'm I I would say be a bit ruthless of it. I think in terms of an individual, a parent, or not a parent you should be selfish, you should be ruthless, because always fair in love and war to an extent, right? I always say like this, though, be selfish with good ethics or good morals, right? So let's say, for example, you go on a date with someone and you're not feeling it. A lot of people go, oh, well, you know what? I don't wanna let them down, I might go on a second date. No, no, it's done, it's done instantly. Just be polite, be like, it's lovely meeting you, Um, you know, I feel more of a friend vibe, but move on to the next person, be selfish with it, right? Don't you you've got to look after yourself? But a lot of people um play the game a little bit too nicely, if you will, yeah. in life. And just because you're nice, it doesn't mean you're doing the right thing because it's, it's, it's going to end eventually in the future. But in terms of being selfish and looking after yourself and want to pursue partners when you're a parent, no, it's not selfish, not at all. Not at all. If anything, it, it can enhance. Uh, your life and your children's life so much because they might end up with a stepmom or a stepdad one day who's absolutely amazing to them. So how's that selfish? If anything, that's selfless. You're you're really you're enhancing everyone's life. So you should never feel guilty about with it.
0: Look at that. So for all the single parents out there listening, go on those dates because you're enhancing the lives of your children. I like this. You are. It does. It to- it makes total sense. It does make total sense. And for those parents that are, you know, married and it's important that they actually take that time to reconnect because it things can get stale. Things can get stale. Okay. Things can get comfortable. And I don't know, like comfort in a relationship. Is that good? Is it bad? Is it OK?
1: That's a good question. Uh comfort is good, however, there always needs to be attention of I cannot, I cannot mess this person about. I right? says to everyone, right? If you're in a relationship and you get overly comfortable, uh, let's say, for example, you let yourself go, you just don't bother like pursuing your dreams or whatever, Wh- whatever makes you you, you don't pursue that, right? And you get too comfortable, which is one of the main reasons why a lot of relationships break up. It's gonna end because you won't you won't be the same people, you won't be as attracted to each other, right? So I always think it's got to be a tension of, I can't mess this up, right? So for example, my girlfriend, I, I'm a bit biased, but she's I do think she's far better looking than me. Um, like she she is smarter than me actually on paper as well. Like she's got like a little higher IQ than me. She rubs it in my face a little bit for a bit of a joke. Like, she beat me by, <laughs> I love she beat it. Me by one I, she beat me by one IQ and she don't let me forget it. I'm like, <laughs> I'd rather have 20 IQ getting beat by. But anyway, um, but I know she's, you know, very high value very attractive woman i know that i can't get too comfortable and let myself go and just be a, live slovenly i can't do that so i think that tension is good do you know what i mean yeah. and she knows vice versa can't mess me about because you can't be nasty to me or anything like that she's amazing by the way but she can't be nasty to me or anything like that because she knows i go i think a lot of relationships don't have that i think one of like the general consensus from many dating coaches is Work through it. Work through it. Work through it. No, I don't. I I think if it's really hard, don't work through it because it's really hard. It's not the right person for you. Trust me. If you feel like you're going against the grain, it's not the right person. If you got, if it should feel, you will have little hiccups in the relationship. It happens to everyone, but you should. It should be smoother than it is harder most of the time.
0: I like that. A lot of people do say you got to work through it. You got to work through it, but it's true. If you are with the right person, yes, you're going to have your your ups and downs, but it's not constantly going to be down. That it's going to be difficult and it's going to be hard. It should flow. I'll
1: tell you what. My relationship is the easiest thing in my life. Hundred thousand million percent, hundred million percent. I I think like uh, again, a lot of people say, you know, um, don't search for someone else. You know, the grass is greener where you water it, Mm. but sometimes the grass is already dead. So (laughs) like. Do you know what I mean? So I think if you if you don't if you're if you're not clicking with the person you're in a relationship with and it just doesn't feel right, it's just not the right person. doesn't mean you're a bad person, doesn't mean they're a bad person. But I think it's- when you meet the right person, yeah, that you've got to be balanced. You have got to work through certain things like hiccups, but it shouldn't be hard. So the whole comfortability factor is be comfortable, but also have that little tension of I'm going to be my best so I don't mess this up.
0: I like that. And I like that you said, you know what I mean? I think we need to have that reminder that don't get too comfortable because in a blink of an eye, everything can change and you can lose that person.
1: How many people do you know that broke up because someone let themselves go? I've seen that happen so much.
0: Tons. and. And, you know, you brought up some different examples, like just even just letting their dreams go. Um, yeah. But it's like so many different things. It's just like, you know, even if it's that little thing that you enjoyed doing on your own before you were in the relationship, then now you no longer do because you're like, well, now that I'm married, you know, when we have kids and we have a family, I can't do that anymore. No, you should still do the things that make you happy. And at the end of the day, I think it's so important that you are happy as an individual because then- only then will those around you, you know, also, especially your family, your kids, be happy. Yeah.
1: Well, a lot of people like when they're single, they uh, a lot of people do this. They go, you know, they go to the gym, they they pursue their dreams and goals, whatever. So they've got the time, they you know, like read more, they educate themselves, whatever, right? And then they get into a relationship and they become really attractive, right? And they get into a relationship and they and they stop doing that. They all stop doing that. Wow. Not everyone, but a lot of people stop doing it. And then in ten years' time, they're like that partner say to them, you're not the same person as we before. It's like, well, yeah, you're not. So you're not the person who they fell for. You, you were kind of like wearing a mask the whole time. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: Yeah. And so that's I the thing.
1: on it constantly.
0: It's true because the one thing that I think is super important is consistency. And yeah. that's when consistency, you know, goes bye-bye, you know, because you're so used to, you fell for a person and then all of a sudden, like you said, that mask, it's just like, what happened? So the person I fell for, was that really you or was a good that... analogy
1: for it? It's like, it's like a sports player and like a football team, for example. Um, let's play uh, uh, someone tries really hard to get into the football team, right? They try their best and they become the best athlete they can. If they just stopped and stopped trying and stop training, they're going to get kicked out of the football team, but they got maintained because they had, because they got into that team, they were a great person at what they did, and they got to maintain it to stay in that team. It's like you're saying you can't expect to get a high value person who's a nice person, really nice, and just stop and expect them to stick about. It ain't gonna happen because they got a oh. hundred other options who are, aren't gonna play city games like that. Do you know what I mean? So it might sound a little bit selfish, a little bit harsh, but it's the reality of the world a little bit. Do you know what I mean? So I think be the best you can be and just maintain it and be kind to each other, maintain it. And it's yeah. that is literally sometimes the, the simplest answers are the best answers to the most complicated questions. It's just be the best you can be, treat your partner the best and you'll be great. It's literally that simple most of the time.
0: See, I like that. And I'm glad that you're bringing this up because I find that, you know, ha- high value men and women, um, when they let things go and they lose that status, their whole world, Will change. And sometimes they're like, well, why did it change? Well, you gave up on your dreams. You gave up on yourself, you know, and if that self love is not there, then how do you expect someone else to come in and love you? We are talking all things love on our very special Valentine's episode of The Parenting Show with Jacob Lucas, dating and relationship expert, our Cupid, and we've got more coming up after the break. So don't go anywhere right here on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca and we are getting ready for Valentine's. We're talking all things love on the show tonight with our special guest, Jacob Lucas, dating and relationship expert. He's our Cupid. He's our love guru. Jacob, okay, we were talking about all kinds of love, but... Right at the end of the last segment, I mentioned something, and that was self love. So let's talk about that a little bit because they always say that you need to love yourself first. If you don't love yourself, then how is anyone else going to love you?
1: I 100% agree. 100% agree. I, I was um, talking to a few people about this actually recently. I think it's really beneficial for some people to be alone for a little while. I really do. I think mm-hmm. like, um, it's very important for somebody to enjoy their own company, be alone. So when they, when they go on a dating world, they don't feel needy, and they don't feel like they need someone. They just want someone in their life, not they have to be with someone. So well, one of the main things that people talk to me about is you know they, they feel alone and that's why they, they wanna find someone, which I completely understand 100%. But one of the most important things that a lot of people don't look at when they're single for a long time is that they get a lot of virtues you cannot get in a relationship which is really interesting. So let's say you've been single for five years, right? And you're struggling in the dating world. You've been single for five years. Well, the virtue you're gonna learn is you're gonna learn the virtue of patience, which is super important. That's something you probably can't learn like in many areas of life, um, unless you've been forced into it. But you learn the virtue of patience. You'll be patient and wait for the right person. You're not just jumping into the wrong relationship. You're being patient and waiting. And that is a real powerful thing. you learn the, the virtue of perseverance, which is not very flashy but extremely important, right? Because I think it's actually really—I actually think it's really like special and really cool when someone has been a long time single, and again, all of these roadblocks coming their way, yet they're still out there looking for their person. I think that's—I think that's incredible. I love that. I think that is a virtue you don't get in many other places and that's you can't find that with your partner do you know what I mean so being alone and still looking for the right person is one of the hardest things you can do so that's going to once you do find your person because you will you then have that virtue of of perseverance and you will get that in your job for example so let's say you want to go for a job interview and it's not going that well don't worry persevere and you're going to get another job interview so I think that's a real important thing and the most important one as well, but well, one of the most important ones, is you've got to learn to love your own company. A lot of people can't be alone for very long, but when you're forced to be alone, you have to adapt and you have to enjoy yourself because in the, the day, you most of the time you are alone, probably about 80% of your life, you know, walking to the shop or whatever. If you don't enjoy being in your own head, then that is a horrible place to be in life. Yeah. But if you can learn to enjoy being in your own mind and and being single, you know, and not having someone to come home to, but you still enjoy life, you still enjoy yourself, that's amazing. So when you do find someone, you are a more complete person, you've got better patience, better perseverance, and better you know, and you actually like your own company. So when you do meet the right person, you are a much, much more rounded person than what you would have been if you were jumping from relationship to relationship. bit deep: I know: but...
0: Yeah, no, but I love this because you put yourself in a secure place. And you know that at the end of the day, no matter what happens, what may hit the fan, yeah. you're good. You're good. You're good at being alone. You're good at being yourself. And you know what? That When you were talking about that, it made me think of something that I enjoy doing. And I feel like a lot of people don't do this. And, and I hope that if you guys listening at home, this is one of the many things that you can take away from the show tonight is date yourself. I love to go on dates alone. So yeah. I will go to concerts alone and I've gone to the movies alone. I've never done dinner alone. And you know what? Now that I'm saying it, I'm going to make an effort to do that. But I think that it's really important that we date ourselves. And for the reasons that you just said.
1: Absolutely. Like enjoying your own company is so fundamental part of life in every single avenue, like in my opinion. But a lot of people, a lot of people don't do it. It's like um, COVID was a really good example. A lot yeah. of people in lockdown um, and some people didn't have partners, but they had to stay in their house, couldn't go out. They couldn't go interact with people at work. And th- they really struggled really, really hard. But a lot of people, you know, didn't. They are like, okay, I enjoy my own company. It's just easy. I just got you in there. I just got you in there. But a lot of people didn't have that because they never learned to be alone. And once you, once you cannot be alone... You will then accept less from a partner because you're like, okay, uh, I need to be with someone. You'll do.
0: You settle.
1: Yeah, and you settle, and that is when I I really breaks my heart when I see people settle. So I'm like, you, you again. You got one life. Why are you doing this with the wrong person? Don't. But again, if you don't love yourself, you won't settle for people. It's really interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, because if you love yourself, at the end of the day, there there's a huge difference there, and that is knowing your worth. And your value yep. so if if you know that you are gonna persevere you are going to have those patients the the patients you know what i mean to mm-hmm. be like no i'm not just going to go for the next person that comes my way and just you know bats their eyes at me like this is what i want i want abc i want to check the boxes off and if if this person doesn't check the boxes off i'm cool and I'll just, like, hang until my person you comes. And in the meantime, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy myself. Exactly.
1: You don't, you don't need them. I think a lot of, like, a lot of, well, a lot of things in life, isn't it, especially dating as well, it all comes down to perspective, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, some people are like, I'm alone, I'm single. Well, let's change the perspective. You're alone single. You've got time to develop yourself to meet someone better. Let's say, for example, I don't like putting numbers, but let's say, for example, you're seven right now. If you're, you're going to get someone who's around the same category as you, but let's say you rework yourself, you become that 10. Then you can get someone even better in a year's time. So why would you, anyone in their right mind would take that, wouldn't they? Um, yeah. But it's all about perspective. I think never interesting thing about perspective, like a lot of people say like online dating, a bit of a tangent, but online dating is really, really tough. And it can be tough because a lot of people say there's so much choice out there and it ruins dating. If I change the perspective on that, I could say, there's a lot of choice out there, but when you do meet the right person, doesn't it make it a bit more magical that out of all these people that you could have had, you chose each other? You know what oh, I mean? So it's I... all about perspective.
0: Jacob, that just like, <laughs> oh my god, it warmed my heart and it filled my heart at the same time. I'm like, that is so true. Yeah. Like There's of no all people Logan, out you. there to find that person that you click with that you're like, wow, this feels right. And easy, like we were talking about earlier when you're like, Pina, it should not be hard, you know? Oh, that just, it's that hit hard for me. Like I that. like it. Yeah. Well,
1: it's all about, if, if you said any problem to me in dating, I could flip it on its head and get positive out of it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, you know what, Jacob? I have to say that um when I had posted that I was going to have you on the show, someone messaged me. Someone messaged me with a question. Are you ready for a question from one of our uh, listeners? So this person says, okay, if a guy tells you, so this is like single parent here, you know, dating. So if a guy tells you that he's having problems with his phone and then goes silent for three days, do I take it as an excuse? Or am I being ghosted or should I send him a message?
1: Three days, so he's had problems with his phone for three days. Well, I t- I'll tell you what, I've never had problems with my phone for three days in my life, right? It's, it's bollocks. So it's, I think, if, if someone says they've got problems with their phone in three days and they don't message you back, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother. Like, I think, I'm so, so, but I've heard that kind of thing so many times, like, oh, I've been tired, my phone wasn't working. end of the day, let's say for yourself, for example, Pina, let's say you're dating someone. And your phone broke. Yeah. What would be the most logical thing to do? Get a new phone. Get a new phone. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> just get a new phone. Or if you if you're waiting for a phone, just there's different yeah. ways: email, Instagram, whatever. Right. Reach so out. to me, it's it's kind of like I I'm always if someone's making an excuse, so I'll be suspicious. I wouldn't invest any more time into that kind of person. So um, don't
0: even follow up with a message. Be like, hey. No, don't.
1: done. If you follow up a message, you'll fall into his frame. So let's say, for example, we said, "Oh, my phone's broken," and you said, "Okay, let me know when you're thingy, when when you're when you're available," and then you then double text that person, you, you're gonna you're falling into their frame, and they're thinking in their mind, if they're manipulator, got you. You're easy. Do you know what I mean? So, but if you just sit back, relax, and let's say, for example, he doesn't measure you back in a week, then you know for a fact that he he's just an idiot because he can't get a new phone. Do you know what I mean? So it's not right. even. But honestly, I think these sort of excuses. I've never come across it, like, in my personal life. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure you haven't. Like, if your phone broke, you get sorted. Just be a bit more ruthless. You don't have to always um, be, like, in a submissive frame to people like that.
0: And this goes back to what you said earlier, where you're like, you know, you need to be selfish in the sense that it's just like, okay, well, that's all great, but this isn't working for me. And now... Like this doesn't. Every this, second
1: you invest in the wrong person, you're taking time away from the right person.
0: Oh, every single second. Good right? one, Jacob.
1: But yeah, but that guy with his phone. Trust me, just think for yourself. What would I do in that situation? I would get a new phone. If I really cared about that person, was worried about me. They haven't with me. Mm, feels, and biggest questions, a biggest thing as well, to, to the lady or man who ever message. Um, What's your gut instinct tell you? Does it feel weird? Does it feel fishy? Do you know what I mean? If it feels off, it is off.
0: Oh, we are yeah. talking all things love on the show tonight. <laughs> it is our Valentine's edition of the Parenting Show. We've got more, so don't go anywhere. Right here, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Love is in the air and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. The countdown is on. Valentine's Day is coming up. And uh, we're talking all things love with our very special guest, Jacob Lucas, dating and relationship expert, our Cupid, our love guru. Jacob, we've talked about so much this past hour on the show, uh, but it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And I've got a question for you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that is, what is this spark that everyone is talking about? You always hear spark in a relationship. We lost the spark. Is the spark there? Tell me about the spark. Do we need the spark? You need that spark.
1: You need that spark. Yes. So there's a couple of ways of looking at it. So I think the spark is is kind of like your your brain's way, like in your in your psychology and your body's way, like whether it's physiologically or not, is basically going this person. If you look at it in terms of evolutionary psychology, this person is a good sexual partner for me, basically, right? This person is hot. This person has all the attributes I find attractive, maybe intelligent, whatever. There's something about them I just find hot. At the end of the day, the spark is you Basically, are massively attracted to them, and sometimes you don't even know why it just happens, right? But again, it's a physiological response that's happening, um, or a psychological response however you want to look at it. That's happening. And it's giving you that feeling like, yeah, I like this. So a lot of people, this is biggest one of the biggest misconceptions I see online. Um, people giving advice, they say a spark is a red flag. And let me tell every single person listening to this: if you hear that, ignore them. They have no idea. We're talking about it is the worst advice I've ever heard in my life in dating because it seems to be very trending at the minute. Oh, the, the red flag! These butterflies, uh, these butterflies are red flags. Ignore them; they're talking crap. Trust me. If you don't have that spark, you are settling in your relationship. Fact, 100% fact. If you don't have that spark on that date and you're thinking, "Oh, yeah, they're hot," or in your relationship, then then you are settling. You might end up having a mediocre relationship, or you might end up blown up you know might end up blown up in a big argument either way it will end I promise you that so you need that spark but a spark in relationship and dating they're one and the same so when you meet that person who's that special person you want to be with forever that spark will never go in terms of like um okay you'll always have a i find them hot but let's say you do lose that spark a little bit in a relationship and it's just dwindling down to like a little ember if you will Mm -hmm. right you can get it back you can it's kind of like simple things like when you go on dates with each other, go somewhere different, break the norm. So if you always go to the same restaurant, it's boring, right? Go somewhere out of town, go somewhere completely different. You've got new environment, new cuisine, new people around you, and it's gonna be. You gonna start feeling like you're just starting dating again. Go on a holiday. Instead of going to the same place every time, like instead of going to Tenerife every time, I'm sure it's lovely there, but don't yeah. go there every time. Go, go somewhere else, maybe go to Rome. Do you know what I mean? So again, it feels like a new experience. Um, Little things like if you feel like your partner's losing attraction for you, think why what have I done differently? Oh, okay, I, I'm not really taking care of myself, like I'm not dressing properly or whatever, right? Do that. Wear some nice perfume, or yeah, whatever. Sure. But that spark, it can come back. It's just treat it as like you're dating again. And it will it will come back. But do it, do different things that are new that basically um get your emotions a little bit heightened, even if you weren't with that person. But if you do it together, it's gonna be it's gonna be Even better for your relationship and get that spark back.
0: I like that because what I hear from that and what I'm taking from that is a little bit of effort on your part. You know, so if you feel things are like, you know, dwindling down, it's like, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe I do something for myself, like go get my hair done on the day that we have like a date, you know, or like, not on, do a
1: little display.
0: Yeah. Oh, see? I know, and yeah. Jacob, I I caught your your um your Instagram reel where you were talking about like that guys do like girls when they wear their high boots, right? So oh, ladies.
1: That I love that. I, I don't know why, but every single guy loves that. I, I don't know why. Like, it just it's I would say ninety nine percent of guys just find it super hot. That's I have I'm,
0: I'm, I'm wearing my high boots on Valentine's on Wednesday, um, <laughs> 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 just because you said that now. But it's make a little bit of effort and do something Mm. that maybe excites you a little bit and like you said maybe it's like exploring a different place whether it's a travel destination whether it's a restaurant maybe it's like changing up date night maybe it's like you know if there's like that competitive vibe going maybe it's like let's have fun and go bowling like you know what i mean like it doesn't have to be anything crazy but it can just be what is fun what's exciting for you
1: I think that competitive thing you said is real good as well. Like, because, like, could, again, it could be bowling. There's loads of things you, you can say, like, um, go, should we make a little, little wager between me and you? Yeah. Like, loser, loser has to do whatever the winner says. That can turn its own really, really hot, right? But it gives that little edge about it. Do you know what I mean? So, yes. yeah, I think competitive dates are really good. Really good to have, like.
0: Now that you said that with the wager, I'm going to encourage everyone listening for Valentine's. You need to do something and play some bets, but make sure that they are some hot and sexy bets. Bets that, um, you know, they have to be redeemed in the bedroom. Oh,
1: loads, there's loads of different bets you can do. Like you can make it like, you can make it hot. You can, there's loads, loads of different things that as long as it gets exciting and it can be, it can be hot. Then again, it can get a little spark back into the relationship. It's just, it's fun. The main thing about having dates and getting a spark back is make it fun, interesting, and exciting.
0: I love all of this. I love all of this. And I love you, Jacob. And and you know what? I know that if people want to hear more about relationships or if they're a single parent and they're in that dating world and want to hear more about, I, I, I hear there's these two books out there that they can pick up. And and the author's name is Jacob Lucas. Is, is that correct? That's, that's right.
1: That is correct. Uh, yeah. So um, I got two books out. My first one was called Her Dating Coach. Uh, so it's, it's specifically for women to help her get the man that she wants for dreams. It's really good. At it. She's got a lot of flirting tips, body language, red and green flags, like how to do online dating. It's basically it is a real, real solid book about dating. I've had many people review it and they said uh, they did it and it worked amazingly for them. So, um, you know, I'm super happy. Blessing from God. It was just really happy about okay. it. Right? And the second book is called. Relationship advice that actually works. So it's a little bit more serious than the first book because um, it hand, you know it tells you how to handle stuff like arguments. Um, it, it, honestly, there's so much it tells about how to date your partner so you can you I know again effectively get that spark back. It's it's a bit more serious, but it's a real, real helpful book. If you feel like you're coming across roadblocks in your relationship,
0: see this is great. This is great. So for those of you guys listening, actually too. Um, there may be like some good books to pick up for yourself as a Valentine's gift for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because see, we, we, we forget about ourselves. So this goes back to that self-love and we're going to improve ourselves and level up. And, uh, and these two books are available. Where can people pick them up, Jacob?
1: They're on Amazon. So if you go to Amazon, um, they're available worldwide. Just go on Amazon. I really like the point you said about, you know, you can get it for yourself as well. I think it's really important. Um, if you're single and you're looking to date, Get the first book to get the date and you know give you the best self the best chance to get out there. And it's also really good to read the second book before you get into a relationship. So you don't oh, yeah. make mistakes beforehand. Do you know what I mean? I my dad always said when I was younger growing up, and it always stuck with me my whole life, prevention is the best cure. So if you can prevent any of these problems happening, you won't need to fix them because you'll know exactly oh. what, what to do in the first place.
0: I love it. And if people want to find you on social, your website, where can they find you?
1: Uh, so I've got TikTok and Instagram, which is Jacob Lucas One Hundred One, And my website is www.jacoblucasdating.com.
0: There you go, Jacob. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being our love guru and our Cupid on the show tonight. And I hope that you'll come back and join us again in the future.
1: Absolutely. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I hope everyone listening, I hope it helped a lot. And I hope you all have an amazing
0: Valentine's Day. I hope you have an amazing Valentine's Day, Jacob. And everyone (laughs) listening, happy Valentine's Day. Have an incredible one. That is it for us on The Parenting Show tonight. But we will catch you next week, same time, same place, right here on 640 Toronto. We'll catch you next week. I'm Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca.